0: a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships, creates language for what motivates us, and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram's a mirror, because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is T.J. Wilson,
1: businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, man? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Welcome back to you all. This is the second part of our look into how each type goes about getting love. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I recommend going back and listening to our previous episode, Getting Love, Part 1. So here we go with type six.
0: Boom, we'll move into sixes. Sixes are going to be part of that reactive stance, and they are going to be pragmatists like threes and nines uh, in terms of how they connect to the world. So there's going to be, again, for sixes, the earning of the love they desire taking place there. Uh, You want to talk about sixes earning affection from others
1: yeah and and sixes uh a big part of what sixes are looking for is is security and support uh so they're they're looking for a relationship with someone who is going to offer them that kind of like support stability guidance strength that they think they need and they're in the unhealthiest way I can say it, they're looking for someone to tell them how to be safe. Like, what do I do to be safe? Yeah. And, and, and they're going to, f- to, to seek out like the, the way that they seek and find love has to do with like wanting to be safe and supported and, and taken care of and given that kind of guidance.
0: I would imagine that a lot of sixes have an, their radar out for people who just simply appear strong, capable, supportive, mm-hmm. and that's the the attachment side of the six may come out there, right? Of here, and the testing side of the six comes out here as well. Right, of, I'm gonna I'm gonna push and see whether or not you really are as
1: sturdy as you seem to appear. Yeah, right. Because they will be continually like they're they're looking for an authority in their life and that's that's not necessarily in ro- romantic relationships but they're they're continually looking for like where w- what are the boundaries what are the rules so that I know how to be safe and they're also constantly pushing against those boundaries to make sure whoever set them in place is trustworthy yep so so there's there's a big push pull in relationship about like are you are you safe And I'm going to continually test you to see to make sure that you are, in fact, safe. Yep.
0: Exactly what we were saying with the fours there. And to push into this, the validating of my emotions is a big deal for fours and for sixes.
1: Yep. If you are constantly... this This is a big problem for sixes. If you are constantly telling them that the thing that they're worried about is dumb... Like, if if you're going to be continually sort of rejecting the the legitimate fears and emotional space that a six is bringing up, then you're going to have a really untrusting six. Like, they they will not feel safe if you are telling them that the way that they feel is not worthy, is not worthwhile.
0: That in and of itself...
1: Is showing that you
0: aren't the security source that they want to connect with. Yeah. Right. Right. In order to get the love from those that they want to attach to, then what does that look like?
1: Well, that, that, i the earning part speaks up there. It's, it's, they sure. will, they'll, they'll come alongside support and, 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 and work really hard to, show themselves as a partner worth worth gaining.
0: Yeah. Often in this is the earning and reactive come together here, they're gonna be reacting to the people that they want to connect with, yeah.
1: Right. Right. And 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 giving them like like sixes uh Helen Palmer in this book described Sixes as uh named them the trooper Okay. which was the first I had ever seen that name. And I actually, I really like it. I don't like names because I think that the names sort of pigeonhole uh, a lot about the type. But I, I really like the trooper as like sixes are going to be the ones that do the work that no one else does. And like speaking from my own experience, my partner is a six. We've been together for over 10 years. And, and one of the things that I realize I like so much about being partnered with her is that she picks up so much of the stuff that I have not done. Mm. Like, like she, she comes alongside and does a ton of the work that, that needs to get done that I can't or have not like, like she is, she's picking up the pieces mm-hmm. along the way and doing the work that needs to get done because I'm, I'm at work or uh, I have a chronic pain disease and, and, but it's often the case that I can't do some of the stuff around the house that needs to get done, and she, she does it because that's who she is. She's a six, and sixes endear themselves to other people by being supportive in these ways. Twos do it for love. Sixes do it for support. Yep.
0: Let's then talk about the repress center for the stance. The sixes are thinking repressed, and this will come out actually in how they connect with others and even right. how they receive love,
1: I think. Right. Absolutely. Sixes are in the head center. Five, sixes, and sevens all, all take in information through the the data processing and, and and information and observance kind of like let's categorize the information to to put it in its right place. And and sixes like threes and nines are also repressed in that main center. So so sixes struggle the most with thinking. So like we said before about 2s, 6s actually really struggle with discerning their own inner voice with uh figuring out this is why 6s are constantly pushing against the authorities is because they they don't trust their own thoughts, they don't trust their own actions and they they need to be reassured continually. So they're they're looking they're they're pushing against other people looking for reassurance, and they're they they really struggle with trusting their own thoughts, and so they need. It, it's not that they outsource that, but they they need someone else to tell them that their thoughts are trustworthy. Yeah,
0: I hadn't thought about this, but often in our repressed center, that can be the place that can be the place where we really connect to our lovers or Mm -hmm. to, I suppose, also to friends and the rest. But I know this in terms of my own thinking repression, that some of the things that I find most attractive in my friends and in my wife are their abilities to speak wisdom into spaces that I'm really struggling with. Mm -hmm. And I know that's the case with sixes. It's because here's the present focus for both ones, twos and sixes is that is where their stance is. That's their orientation to time. It's their fear needs to be addressed now. Right now is the place that we're focusing. Right. And so if you're able to speak into that, that actually has quite a bit of power in terms of connecting. Right. It's also the case that with ones, twos and sixes, they are seeking to earn the love of others now. Right. And that orientation of
1: time is just worth noting there. Right. It's not for tomorrow. It's we're gonna do it today. And notice that they that the the stance is all one. It's it's they are earning because they're thinking repressed Mm -hmm. and it has to be now. Come on,
0: sixes. Then, in terms of this type of relationship that they want, seem to want a supportive relationship, yep. um, a faithful relationship. Yeah,
1: yep. yeah, and, yeah. The we've we've been talking a lot about the word fidelity with sixes lately, mm-hmm. and and while they will constantly question it, and I look forward to the day when it's not a, a fear that my partner ever deals with. They are desperately looking for someone that they can trust will never leave them yeah
0: love this as the target i want to get love but the type of love i want is a relationship that looks like this this is Mm -hmm. the is the aim on the flip side then if the relationship isn't working six is detach right and so if it's not a stable relationship if it's not a faithful relationship i imagine that would be the breaking point yeah
1: yeah, and it like it it becomes w- when I don't feel safe anymore, when when you have clearly demonstrated that you can't be trusted, that you can't be relied on, that you can't offer me this kind of support that I need. That's that's a place where I have to get the heck out of there.
0: Yep. That's again, I, I just want to bring it up for the fours and sixes when they're testing relationships, it's about that. It's, right. not, it's not, it may feel overwhelming to the beloved to hear the questions routinely coming from the six or the speaking over their own self doubt. But what that's really about is them, is the six testing the relationship. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. And even to to take that a step further it's really easy to for those of us who are in relationship with sixes to sort of take their doubt onto ourselves to hear their doubt and assume that that means that they doubt our capability or or what we are offering it's it's really easy to do that when you're in a relationship with a six mm. but the truth is their doubt starts with themselves and and so when they are pushing that outward you have to recognize that, that they need reassurance. They aren't assuming that you are incapable. They're assuming that they have made a bad decision and they need reassurance. Mm-hmm. To shorten up the thinking repression there. Right.
0: And validation colors that as well.
1: Yep. They need their feelings validated.
0: Might be doubly hard for a nine going to six in that kind of stressful situation, I imagine.
1: No, it's fine. It's because everything's going to be all right. <laughs> everybody just calm down yeah once once that coping style breaks though and
0: you move into stress
1: (laughs) then i'm throwing things and it's a whole mess just kidding i've never my my spouse and i have been together for over 10 years and we have never had a real fight because i avoid conflict and she doesn't want to break things yeah fine last word on sixes I think it's really important to know that once a six is on your side, they will be on your side forever. Mm. Like If you don't do anything to break them, they're in it to win it. Like Mm. their fidelity is a big deal for sixes and they are going to support you through a lot of crap. And it's (laughs) awesome. (laughs)
0: Well, moving to the sevens. Sevens are in the aggressive stance. They take hold of love.
1: Uh, in the ways that threes and eights do take hold of. That's such a nicer way than saying demand. <laughs> I've been, I've been,
0: <laughs> I've been word shopping. <laughs> been wordsmithing. <laughs> but they are idealists, and so just like ones and fours, they're pulling people into a certain type of relationship, and they're kites. That was our name for the idealists. I love this image especially for sevens that if you're in a romantic relationship with a seven you're going someplace. Yep, absolutely. And it's uh, there's some Peter Pan going on. Yeah. You know, take my yeah. hand, we're going to Neverland, baby. Yep. What is uh what's what comes to your mind when thinking about sevens in relationship?
1: So sevens are demand, assert, aggress, take hold of. These are all different and interesting ways of saying that sevens are going to do what they want to do. And, and they're like that idealism means that sevens are looking for like, they're, they're looking for a partner in their adventures. They're looking for someone who is not only going to allow them to do all the fun things that they want, but someone who is going to join them and even inspire them into all of the fun things that they want to do. And so seven, a seven would have a hard time with someone who would hold them back ever. And they they just, they, they want freedom. They want opportunity and they want, they're looking for someone who is not only going to give that to them, but is going to join them in that. Yep,
0: yeah. I hear just a double-edged sword there in terms of, Sometimes it's really good for the heart of a seven and the soul of a seven to pause and be still, be present, to be, dare we say, sober. And yet on the other side, what the seven offers is here's the energy and adventure that we can go on.
1: Right. Yeah. It's good for sevens to to have those experiences that sort of hold them in place. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're never looking for it. Yeah, And, exactly. and they're not going to go through it willingly. Right. So it, they, they won't be looking for partners that are going to offer them that. They might hopefully stick with experiences. Like if, if they have a really hard time with a partner that forces them through that kind of experience, they might stick with it. But they're not going to seek out a partner that is going to give them that.
0: right. <laughs> I had an image that popped into my head out of nowhere. I have a relative who, at their wedding, gave as one of the gifts a set of sleeping bags to his bride. He's a sure. son. The sleeping bags zipped together, so uh-huh. they created one like big double bag, yeah. you know, and connection, adventure. just all over that gift, which I hadn't seen before. Perfect. Seems like what, I mean, you characterized it there, where the twos, again, want the loving relationship, or the threes, a praiseworthy relationship, and the six is the supportive relationship. The seven wants that joy-filled relationship. Yeah. What is so great about your marriage? Well, we do stuff together.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And if they can't say that, that might really be something... That's a place to struggle, I bet, right. imagine. Absolutely.
1: Well, I, I would guess that if it got to that point, you might be looking at some real problems Yep. in the relationship.
0: And that's where the opposite side, for, the, for all the idealists, when their ideals aren't met, they're going to enter a place of frustration. Right. Where the pragmatists are going to detach, relationists are going to shut down their inner life. But the idealists, the ones, fours, and sevens, they get frustrated.
1: And and for sevens, that frustration will come out and because they're avoiding negative experiences anyway, frustration is a negative experience and so they're going to run away from it. Correct. Yeah.
0: Ooh, that's, uh, that's again another perfect storm there. Right. That's a double whammy. Yep. Orientation to time is all over this as well. There's going to be some futures that we're, we're doing all these things in the future together, envisioning where we're going to go. The idealism of the future in the heart of a seven, I imagine is real
1: strong, right, and it it's not necessarily here's all the things we're going to do together, but here's all the things we could do together. oh, there you go, it's potential, yeah, yeah, so long as that potential still exists there's there's life to be had, yeah,
0: yeah, the repressed center for sevens is uh they're feeling repressed, mm-hmm has that materialize in relationships
1: well, the I know. They're avoiding the negative parts. Like that, that that's a big part of how they're feeling. Repression comes out is that they're avoiding negative experiences. They run away from pain and bad feelings, and they don't want to have bad experiences. So they, you can have a fight with a seven. They just need to know that it's going to end. Mm. They, they can have the disagreements. They can have the 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 pain. The the things. But they need to know that it's going to end quickly, that it's going to be over. And so that is a big part of their emotional repression. It's also like they, because they are looking to avoid negative experiences, they really struggle with seeing the problems. So we've talked about the, the other triad that we're not talking about. And, and sevens are in the, the triad where they spin positive with twos and nines and this is, this is part of it, is that they don't recognize or they are actively ignoring warning signs
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and, and the problem in the relationship. So if you are in a relationship with a seven, and you're like, this thing is going to break us, they may not know that that thing exists because they're working really hard to not have a bad time. So not only are they ignoring... Like, are they moving away from having negative experiences, but they're also going to be ignoring the the problems and the warning signs and the things that could potentially break their relationship in the future? Mm. Because again, what they want is a joy filled relationship, right?
0: Why be sad when you can have fun? And that's what they have to offer, and that's right. how. And I imagine, and this is the uh, a tricky thing for sevens that I know a lot of mature sevens name, recognize, and push against, but when you have gotten the love and affection of others for years and years and years by being the fun one yeah, yeah that's that's a that's hard to step away from that at times
1: right and it is often part of why we talk about fives sort of irish go buying a lot because fives have the least amount of energy and and when they're done they're done they, they'll just leave so so fives are often the, the type that are most likely to just like sort of all all of a sudden where Steve Did Steve just leave sevens do this as well but it's because they're on to the next thing already yep
0: bang that's why I got anything else on sevens
1: I think a good thing to know about sevens is because they're they're looking for partner with like energy excitement and also still being in that head triad, they're also seeing a lot more about the people around them than the people are necessarily offering. So sevens will be attracted to people in multifaceted ways because when you turn a diamond, there's a new way to look at something and that in and of itself is an opportunity. Mm. So sevens are not just looking for like the prettiest person who also likes to go camping. They're also like, like there's a lot of different aspects about you that sevens will be attracted to. And and you can explore so much more. Like sevens won't be interested in boring people. But if you're, if you're well-rounded, sevens will be like, yeah, all right. Let's talk about something that I've never heard of before. Great. Yeah.
0: Omnivorous. Moving to the eights, eights are also going to take hold of relationships and the aggressive, uh, assertive, demanding posture of the eight is their stance. Eights are like twos and fives going to be relationists, so they are going to offer some strength, going to yep. offer some protection. They got yep. something to offer that that you desire, and that is how they connect and get the love they want. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and eights offer an interesting side to themselves in relationships because they are very comfortable stepping in and being the leader. Yep. In fact, desirous of that position. Oftentimes. Yes. I I don't think that's a rule. Um, I think it's, it's something to point to for eights, but I think if, if you're not going to, they're fine with being the one. To make decisions.
0: Um, yeah. Let me. I'd be curious if your thoughts on this, because this is something that I'm wrestling with in my house right now. With our eight child, trying to find spaces where they really feel like they can be the boss, where they can feel like they can be strong. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a grown-ass man. Obviously, I can do most of the stuff in my house myself, but finding those places where my eight child can realize their strength is actually me loving them, mm-hmm. Yep. opening that space, Be your best self. Show your protective, strong side. That seems. That's why I meant by often wanting to be leaders or wanting to be, you know, at least a driver.
1: Right. And I would say there's a really thin line here where this can go wrong. Yep. But I think that also offering the space where that's needed is is also really valuable to eights. To say, I need your strength in these ways. I need you to step in and take charge of this space. Right. Is, is really valuable. Not just here you can have this, but also I need this from you. Yeah, correct. Yeah. The
0: unfortunate thing is my eight child is also on to us and realizes that this is how we're trying to control them. And now so, they're reacting against that because they're smart. Probably,
1: probably <laughs> one of the reasons that they tell you not to type your kids because... <laughs> If they figure it out too early, you can't control them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> At least share the insights here. Just wait till they're 18 and they have to make their own decisions and live with the consequences.
0: <laughs> the thing that I think is unknown with AIDS is I think they want relationships where they don't feel vulnerable and that this is really a thing that they're desirous of. It's not yep. like you might say, we want the strong relationship. No, I, th- I think that the eight wants a relationship where they can be fully vulnerable because they don't get a chance to have that very often.
1: Right. I Because like that's, that's like getting at the heart of eightness is that they are working to make sure that they, that their vulnerabilities are not known because Mm -hmm. they don't want to be taken advantage of. That's why they don't want to be controlled because they don't want anyone to take, to use their vulnerability to hurt them. And so I think at their core, part of their relationist thing is that they, they want to find spaces where it's okay for them to be vulnerable, where, where they know that it's okay for them to be vulnerable, regardless of if they're going to or not. Yeah. And notice that's where their heart's message is. is the heart's
0: message for an is, I will not betray you. And mm-hmm. getting to that space where that's the sort of intimacy that you experience, I imagine is a very fulfilling target, right also feeling repressed, you want to talk about that in terms of how eights get love?
1: I think one of the places that eights are going to struggle in intimacy the most is is right here is in this feeling repression, because eights showcase it more than the other two types, but it's still very true for threes and sevens as well, that, that part of that feeling repression is not understanding the effect that you have on other people. So in relationship, especially in intimate relationships, it's really easy for all three types, but particularly for eights, to do the thing that they want to do and not understand how that's affecting the other. And 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 particularly not understanding when the other says this hurts me, mm. and and so so eights within that that feeling of repression, eights need to to recognize that about themselves and and come to come to the table with a little bit of not just humility but but also willingness to say. I don't understand this, and I need you to help me understand it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and for people who are in relationship with eights, like that, that is something you have to know about the eight in your life is that they actually don't understand that they hurt you. Like it, it's just it's not part of how they see the world. Right. So you're going to have to explain it to them,
0: and that's a place of connection
1: because they right. desire the
0: straightforward, direct message of this is how things went
1: right right this is if you know eights you know people who are pushing boundaries who are let's say uncouth on purpose um eights, eights like to make their presence known and see where they fit by being big and that's not just like that that comes from this core of wanting intensity and so when they fight, they want to have fights. They want someone who's going to push back against them. Yep. Like they, that that passion for life extends into their relationships as well, and they want someone that is also going to match that intensity. hmm So.
0: Future-focused in their stance. You got any wisdom on that front in terms of eights and looking forward to future of their relationship
1: i think this is this is a big part of the 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 idea of getting into an argument with an eight is in part because of that future focus it's like they they want to solve these things now so that they can get back to this thing that they're working toward mm-hmm. eights are always working towards something and and there's something to be done they they're, they have a they, they don't even just have a plan, but they're already actually working on the plan of the mm-hmm. thing that they're going toward. Eights are, are goal-oriented in, in a lot of the ways is like threes, but their goals aren't necessarily about achievement or things that you can put a star on. It's just the thing that they're working toward next. And, and so in their relationships, they're looking for someone who's going to be working toward the next thing with them.
0: I hear a lot in the language of AIDS, this is how I'm going to provide for you in the future. Mm-hmm. There's a f- real famous money guy on the radio who is always talking about changing his family tree in terms of their finances. And that mm-hmm. is provision, and that is about 30 years from now, right. and the people he cares about. We work with a, a gentleman who also, when thinking through his own career, is always like, this is you know, where... The resources are going to come in 10 years from now.
1: Yeah, it's a future oriented. Yep.
0: This is also why, I mean, it's the sixes and eights aren't always the pairing, but there are a lot of eight six romantic relationships. I imagine, in part because of this, that future focus is how I'm going to provide and future focus, who's going to support me. Those overlap very cleanly.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think six and eight pair together often. For many other reasons, but that's definitely one of them. Yeah. Last word on eights. If you can't fight with your eight, you're gonna have problems.
0: Yeah, is that part of how eights are getting love? I mean that putting putting themselves out in the fight itself. I'm showing you I'm strong in this moment right here. If I fight with you like this, guess what I'm gonna do with the person who's actually a, a threat?
1: Well you I- know, <laughs> I think that that's offering, like that that example is offering, is sort of like a sort of support that eights bring to the table. But I, I think it's also like if you can't argue with an eight, then an eight knows that they have the power. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is how they know their place in the world is is by testing those boundaries, and and eights want to be matched in intensity, and if you can't argue, then they're not matched. And they know that. Yeah. On
0: the getting love side, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this out just because I think this may be true, but I've never said it before. I could see eights, especially for, like, say, to their, ki- to their kids or to their friends. Mm-hmm. I'm seeking to make you stronger and better. And yep. I, when I do that, I'm now deserving of the love that, that I actually do want. I do right. want it to be the case that I'm connected to other people.
1: Well, and, and, and I I think that even a lot of eights would see that as like if if you are strong then I've done my job. Mm-hmm. And and that feeling repression will even come in a little bit here with them being okay with sort of like this is over now. We can all move on because I've done my job and you were stronger for it. In terms of like being done with the
0: relationship or with potentially yes.
1: Yeah. I think that that eights I, I have a hard time believing that any healthy parent would be fine with never talking to their child again after they grow up. Right. But I think eights in particular would be okay with not having the kind of closeness they have with their teenager as they do with... Le- when their child moves out and is strong and stable and capable and, and taking care of themselves, if that intimacy is broken... I I think that eights would be a little bit more okay with it than a lot of other types because they've done their job. Right. In in making that person stronger and capable and preparing them for the world.
0: Yeah. Isn't it, I suppose it's the motive there of why would they prepare their kid for the world in that way. I I bet you in their heart of hearts, they long for the kid to see... Oh, my dad toughened me up, really prepared me. I wasn't ever gonna be, you know, lacking capability going into the world.
1: So that 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 parent offered me the strength that they had and I was able to take it. That's what the and become eight my own offered.
0: Sure. And yeah. when I offer, what I'm really doing is saying, You should love me because this is what I I'm, I'm giving you something of such value
1: in yeah. this place. Yeah. You know. Taking care and of you in a in a moment of need.
0: This yeah. actually to put you put put my thumb on something. I imagine this is why a lot of folks who may have AIDS in their lives who treated them like that didn't understand that their parent was trying to love them in that moment. It just felt like an assault, right. <laughs> you know. It and it may have been an assault. It might have been a, right. uh, but at their best, the eight is actually this is the only way I know how
1: to love you, kid. You right. know, kind of <laughs> is offering my strength so that you'll become stronger.
0: Right. I'm going to think on that for a bit. Okay. Well, moving to the nines. Great. Nines like fours and fives are going to be in the withdrawn stance. I think that this is core to nines in terms of getting love is they are withdrawing and creating atmospheres of peace for the people that they love. Mm -hmm. I'm going to carve out this space over here, and it's going to be calm. It's going to be enjoyable. It's going to be a place that we control. And that is the extension of care.
1: And I would also say that nines are part of that withdrawal is, in fact, a withdrawal from themselves. Mm. And this is part of where merging comes in. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, I'm to step away from my own desires so that we remain connected.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Is that about getting love, or perhaps the experience—the experience of love? It's probably both. Yeah, that's what that looks like. Yeah, that merging goes right alongside their affect. So nines like sixes and threes are going to attach, and attachment for nines looks like merging.
1: Right. As a nine, I feel like I have a lot more to say about this than I do about anything else. So I'm trying to contain my thoughts a little bit, (laughs) but um, like there's. There's an aspect of attaching to the type of person that offers the space mm-hmm. and the support for all of the things that the nine is neglecting. Like it's a you
0: want somebody to give you space to neglect some stuff. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
1: So like, like in particular, I think about I. I I'm not great at taking care of myself physically. And when I lived alone, I ate out a lot because I wasn't very good at keeping food in my house because I was very forgetful and I was too busy with other things that like, like this is, this is part of nineness is that we're distracted by other things and we forget the things that are important. And I would forget to go grocery shopping because I was doing other things. And now, because I live with someone that I've attached to significantly, mm-hmm. the fridge is always stocked with food. Because this person cares enough for both of us that I am able to not worry about this anymore. Mm-hmm. And it also means that I have the opportunity to eat three meals a day because I always have food in the house. This is part of my attachment to my spouse. So then once nines are attached in that way, part of what they offer is the things that they are actually focused on. So so they can offer the sort of the 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 peace, the stability, the the calmness. Yep. Now that they're like, like for me, now that I'm attached to someone who takes care of me, I'm, I'm not spending any of my energy doing this thing that I'm not very good at. And I can't actually focus on the thing that I am really good at mm-hmm. and because I'm, I'm bad at spreading my energy around.
0: I think that does put your thumb on. That's the sort of relationship the nine would want to say they are pursuing or aiming at. I want mm-hmm this peaceful relationship. Yeah. You said earlier, actually, that you and your spouse had not gotten in a fight in many, many years. Right. That's the target. Right. Yeah, and what what you offer in significance. We have a good buddy who's who's a nine, and in talking to him about his work environment has routinely been frustrated that other people don't see how much he brings to the work environment because they think he's lazy. And what he's actually bringing is calm and stability and working across, you know, being able to, to interpret other people's language to one another. And that's a huge
1: gift. Right. Sometimes unrecognized. Right. And, and especially in the midst of relationship, like thinking about if I was dating, like actively dating, pursuing a relationship right now in 2020, Uh I would be in hell. Oh, really? Because everything is chaos right now. (laughs) It's not even 2020. I said the wrong year because I have no idea what's (laughs) going on because everything is chaos. It's like the idea of pursuing something that is so tumultuous and like everything is broken and so many supply chain is. Who knows what's going on with the global supply chain and like masks? Are we wearing masks? Are we not wearing masks? Are you vaccinated or not vaccinated? And all of this, all of this other stuff on top of just normal human interaction. If you get in with a nine, things are going to calm down a little bit. Yeah, and and they're going like like we offer perspective and like like we want things to be easy, so we're going to work really hard. We're not going to work that hard, but we're going to work to make things easy because it, it if things are calm, things are better. It's easier.
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with this, but it may come out as a negative. There's something about nines that I'm imagining being fantastic relationships when people rebound from terrible relationships. Mm, sure. Like, the contrast is actually something really working for the nine in terms of, like, somebody who's gone through, and this may not be a romantic relationship, but say you have, your lover has a terrible parent, like an abusive parent, and then they connect to the nine as their romantic partner because this person makes things stable. Right. So I have two people in my head that immediately pop there or in the relationship of my stepfather and mom, my mom's a nine. He was a seven married to an eight and his second wife being a nine, I can totally see he just adored my mom, but I adored her because of the sense of stability and positivity I imagine that she really brought in contrast to his ex-wife.
1: Yeah. Boom.
0: <laughs> Did they come across as a as a dig? I didn't nope. mean that as
1: a dig. Totally got it. And if you had said the uh the relationship before they meet the person they're going to spend the rest of their life with, that's a problem. <laughs> but
0: no, it's more yeah, it's that actually I think 9's gifts often just don't get seen on the face of it and it's it's the withdrawn side. Yeah. I suppose all 4s, 5s and 9s have that element. In terms of getting love, mm-hmm. they're getting love from a withdrawn stance.
1: Yeah, and and I think that nines are also uh, going to offer a lot of space for people to be themselves, mm-hmm. and and that might mean figuring out who they are. Boom, and that's a gift. Yep.
0: Some of the things, yeah. That again, what the the nine is giving, and when that's not reciprocated. When, the, when love isn't given, clearly the nines' presence didn't matter. You offered right. something of true treasure that wasn't realized.
1: Right. And then there's a detachment. Yep. And then there's a boom.
0: That's it. Yeah. That's the move. Come on. Uh, you want to talk any more about repressed center for nines and getting love? Yeah,
1: nines uh, that we complete the, the, the triad of... So eights, nines, and ones are all in the body triad they're they're all action focused and and uh, a sense of the world around them they take in the world through their body so it's an intuition and like that action focus is is heavy it's uh, but with nines nines are also action repressed just like threes and sixes are repressed in their primary center. so that withdrawal is is very much a, um, we're not if it's not clear I am a nine. We are we're not good at doing the things that need to be done when they need to be done. And so we are going to struggle with stepping up and, and like making decisions and and asserting ourselves and doing the thing that is ours to do because we're just not paying that much attention to what is ours to do. Somebody'll do it, it's fine. If somebody directly asks me, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll get on that. But I, I never think that that is the thing that's mine to do. And so nines are often going to really struggle with uh, initiating in relationships. Nines are going to have a really hard time with putting their own stuff forward. And, and so you're, you, it, if you're in relationship with a nine, you're often going to have to sort of pull that out of them. And give, you need to give them space to figure out what it, is, it actually is that they want, that they think they're supposed to be doing because like that we talked about that merging. It's so easy for nines to just go along with what other people want because it's easier.
0: Anything worth saying about past tools that nines would use out of their stance?
1: I think a lot of what the way that they behave is based on their experiences from their past. Mm-hmm. Like what, what worked, what didn't. These are things that make sense to me and this is how I'm going to navigate these relationships. And it's th- the problem with that is that each person that you interact with is not the same as the person that you they remind you of in the past. It's mm. so like sure. All of our experiences are new and nines relying on our our past experiences to inform this one. We're not reacting to what's in front of us necessarily. Sure. That's good. You did mention the
0: space, which was I thought was at least worthwhile that in getting love from others, they're offering space, but also nines want space. Right. As well, and that's a reciprocation.
1: Yeah, there's... I I think it's really important to prime the pump with nines. Like, there are some types where, like, it, it's really valuable to say, this is the thing that we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about it at this future point. I need you to come to the table having prepared yourself for this. Mm. and And that will, I think with nines that will go a long way in helping them figure out what the heck they're trying to whatever it is you're trying to address sure because because we're we're not good at thinking in real time yeah it needs to get into the past in order to be processed right that's
0: that's good we'll move into the ones This is our last number ones are idealists like fours and sevens so they're pulling others um, it, but their stance is an earning posture. So ones are going to earn love by pulling others into some sort of good relationship, some sort of healthy relationship, a whole relationship. This, this seems to me the dynamic going on with ones and in, in their pursuits. And yeah. You got thoughts on this?
1: I don't think it's unfair to say that h- ones have very high expectations for themselves And people they are in relationship with. Yep. And in fact, that might be what they're offering. I'm
0: offering myself as somebody who has high expectations, who has earned the love of the person in front of them because of how well they've managed their own life.
1: Yep. And it's, I mean, that's as idealists, ones are going to be looking for not only the kind of excellence that that people can offer but the kind of people who can join them in their pursuit of excellence it's like there's there's so much about one like they're they're often called the reformer the improver like ones are looking to make the world around them better and partnering with people like they they bring high expectations to their relationships because the people around them can be better and that is that's is part of what they're offering but they're also offering the opportunity to join them in their pursuit of improving the world around them
0: yeah that would i think that's a worthwhile thing to talk about with one's is their lover the thing to be improved or is their lover the partner that's going to help them improve other things? And, and that can be a, a real, go ahead.
1: Yeah. I think the answer is
0: yes. Ooh, I think that it's real unhealthy. I think we should probably see it as unhealthy for the one to romantically, to get into a romantic
1: relationship where they're trying to improve their partner. I, I agree that, like, as a goal, that is an unhealthy thing. But I also think that it's a, a natural thing that the one the, the one wants. So, like, on, on the healthy side of that, the one wants the best for the people around them. Yeah. And so, like, part of that high expectations, part of that that improvement ideal is that they are going to be offering help and guidance on the things that their partners need to work on
0: oh i guess i could see that i I suppose i'm thinking like more foundational
1: right if if you go into a relationship expecting to improve the person that you're with it's deeply unhealthy and you should you should avoid people who are doing that right 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 ones and twos and sixes (laughs) (laughs) if if their goal is to improve you it's gonna end badly right but I think one of the things that ones bring to the table is that they are constantly looking to help other people live their best life. Yeah. There it is. Yeah,
0: That is something that's a good way to put it. That is, that's what's being offered Yep. in order to get love. Yep. So we made the joke. This isn't a romantic relationship, but when Cambry was on, we I was talking about how I was giving her house buying advice. Right. That's me saying, I really care about you. You're important to me. And, I want you to live your best life.
1: Right, right. Here's, and, here's all of my wisdom about how to navigate yeah. the turbulent waters of home ownership.
0: Right. I'm going to earn others' loves. One, ones are going to earn others' love by doing such a great job improving the lives of the people around them. Right. Of course, the opposite side of such ideals is when uh, such love is not reciprocated. It's a place of frustration for ones. Right. I've earned this thing. Mm -hmm. Didn't you see the great job I did?
1: Yeah. And this is part of where you can see the angry side of frustration come out a little bit. Yep. I
0: don't know that we've talked extensively about this uh, on the podcast, but there are two types of anger for ones. One is the anger that's frustration when your ideals aren't met out there. Mm -hmm. And then the other anger is the one more traditionally associated with ones, the anger itself of wanting yourself to improve.
1: Right and i don't i don't think those two things can necessarily be separated that easily especially when it when talking about mainly about the anger outside because when one's have anger outwardly they're always going to then have anger inwardly yeah
0: i'll tell you how it works in my heart mm-hmm. is oftentimes if i do, if if i do the self analysis and i'm in check then all my anger can just be pointed at whatever I'm judging as being defective and deficient out there. And that's a, that's part of that is self defensiveness is like, I don't want to feel terrible about how this thing went. But part of it's just, that's how the anger spills out. Sure. You know? Yeah. Repressed center is their thinking. Does that materialize anywhere and how ones are trying to get love in their thinking repression?
1: So I I talked when I talked about sixes, I talked about sort of the boundaries, like they want to know where the what the rules are so that they can follow the rules. And I think in a similar way, ones have some kind of rule book, like a a set of moral principles or, or some kind of guidance, something that says this is right and this is wrong and this is how they know how to navigate because of their thinking repression. Yep. And so so when one's align themselves with a set of principles or beliefs or whatever, it that means that that outlines how to navigate the good life. And and their thinking repression lives in this space where they they don't process gray very well at all. So when these things come up like they're they're continually reacting to their emotions and they have a really hard time thinking about that until later and that's mm-hmm. where that that anger itself plays a role is that oh I I did that thing wrong based on this set of principles by which I live my life and now I'm going to beat myself up over it. And and so like as they're offering love into the world, they don't necessarily see that other people don't align themselves to their chosen set of principles. And so they have a really hard time seeing that gray area mm-hmm. and understanding it. Yeah, on the opposite side of
0: that, the thing I kept thinking was... Here, the thinking repression comes in when love isn't reciprocated. You're trying to get love, and you did all the things right. This person didn't love you, and you're like, "Why the hell didn't this person love me? I did all the things right." And the thinking repression is there. You can't yeah. analyze this right. yeah, situation.
1: Right. Clearly. And the answer is that that person, like that, that love means something different to that person. Yeah, and and or, you did all the things right according to your principles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you had yeah. This is the way that
0: romance ought to. Look right, and and I jump through all the hoops. These were right. the hoops, right? It's good. Yeah, nines want a peaceful relationship. I I do think ones want some sort of. It's it's not an excellent relationship or a praiseworthy relationship in the same way as a three wants it. Right, but it's a sound relationship. Yeah, it's a healthy relationship. Yep, good and right and true
1: and yeah yeah, and it it's according to their own specific moral principles. Yep. So if there's if there's a one out there that is heavily invested in in the principles of moral polyamory, their commitment to their relationships are going to look different from <laughs> someone who is entirely committed to a more traditional male female monogamy. Right.
0: Setup, yeah, you know. I I think that the the people who are really feisty about like gender roles and such are either control freaks or I mean I suppose ones can be control freaks but hmm. it's hmm. oftentimes no it's the folks it's the ones who are saying this this is the right way right. to do marriage male roles female roles this right. is how it's going to function right
1: and I I think there are a lot of ones represented in that kind of idealism and it, it it's entirely about like they align themselves with a certain set of principles and this is the best way for the world why don't you see it yeah yeah
0: they are the idealists so they're pulling others into that kind of vision mm-hmm. and they're doing it now their stance is present so it's all right let's going let's we need to work on this now can't yeah. wait for tomorrow we're going to fix this now we're going to yep. do this now yep pulling you into that vision of the best possible relationship in this
1: moment yeah Active and reactive, and and I think that um, there are several types who don't ever want to have the fight. There are types that want to have the fight soon, and there are types that want to have the fight right this second. And I think eights in particular want to have it right this second, and I think ones want to have it right this second. Mm -hmm. Because if we delay it, then something's wrong. And I think it's tied to that idealism is that, that... that if we're if we are working toward this kind of ideal that I have in my head, and we don't solve this right now, then we may never get there.
0: Yeah. for For me, as you're talking, what I heard was motive, like, or even the fear for ones we don't want to be corrupt. And if there's a splinter in our relationship, then that's a corruption. There's something nasty inside that we need to purge. Yep. If it just remains there, that would be terrible. This is actually, as I'm talking through the ones now, that it, I'm realizing a lot of you may have romantic relationships or relationships that are much more mature than what we're saying. I'm thinking through a lot of this thinking, this is where we struggled for the first five years, but we developed tools over time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm much better at letting, you know, we can solve that problem tomorrow. That, that That's a very common thing, actually, in our house. Right. Because oftentimes uh, the way that I fight is in the present moment. The way my wife fights is she does want space to process. Mm-hmm and that would make sense that's how she takes in the world she's right. a, a heart center so she there there's we should talk about fighting i didn't even think about this hmm. but she needs to get the conflict into the past so that she can analyze it and that's why yeah. she doesn't want to fight right now sure whereas i want to fight right now cuz there's something that is a threatening to undo us yeah that's in the relationship that needs worked on yeah uh I think we hit everything for the ones. Anything else we're saying?
1: I think that one thing that's really important to know about ones is that like threes, but for a very different reason, a lot of their, their value and how they see themselves has to do with their accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And so they need recognition for that. They don't necessarily need full on praise like, Threes do, but they do need recognition. And more importantly, if you're going to partner with a one, part of your partnership will be in the things that you do together.
0: Sure. It's nines, ones. We are what we do. Yep. But but you're right, though, in terms of that is, again, that's how the one is often loving the other person is by pulling them into
1: Projects and activities
0: and achievements and yeah, the way that you're making things better. Yeah, uh, we're going to make our family better together. We're going to yeah. make our house better together. We're going to make our country better together. Right. Whatever it is, the the thing that the one thinks is really, 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 really valuable often is what's there. Right. Our body, the the workoutaholics. You know, we're going to make our bodies better together. So yeah. here, I got us gym passes.
1: That's the thing. And thank God that is not part of how you and I are connected. (laughs) (laughs) We would have stopped being friends long ago. (laughs) Uh,
0: There is some energy about TJ, we're going to make a podcast better together. That never is a conversation for us, is it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's most of what we talk about.
0: Uh, But it's it's got energy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to
1: do something. It's true.
0: Your presence matters in, in those spaces significantly.
1: That's true. And you do all the work for me. I just have to show up. It's easy.
0: Come on. It's great.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not terrible being united with the one.
1: There is. I did not say that for a second. <laughs>
0: Inner critic is yeah. popping up. There it is. See, everybody else, I feel like... Okay, so dear listener... You're you're one of the other types, and you think that we're picking on you the whole time because we're just talking through the system. Just know when it gets to ones for me, I'm just like, holy crap! The, like, uh, the,
1: I'm I'm pretty sure everyone else heard something really positive. Yeah, that I that's just it. Said that I'm sure. Relationship <laughs> with ones, you're doing something together. That's great news.
0: Yeah, see that has a positive. <laughs> all right well hey it would mean the world to us if before you turn this podcast off give us some stars on itunes or on spotify because you love this material even better you have friends who you want to love and they want to love you but sometimes you just don't have the language and this might be a great place to talk about how you do relationship um this might be a fantastic catalyst for some of you in the relationship that you're presently in and saying, this is the thing. This is the thing that I do. And I'm trying to understand why you do what you do. And that I I have found, I'm sure TJ can affirm this, but in his own relationships, it's some of the best conversations I have with people who mean the world to me. Well, as always, you can find all the links to all of our stuff at aroundthecircle.org. The music here is by The Collection and now by the Brian Claxton, our pal, Loaning us some jazz for the outro here. Actually, you can find Brian's stuff on uh, on Spotify. Lots of great stuff. Claxton, C-L-A-X-T-O-N. Fantastic musician. So that's what I got. You got anything else? I got nothing, man. He's TJ Wilson. He is officially loved. <laughs> and I'm yeah. Jeff Cook. And who you aren't isn't interesting. Be who you are. Set the world on fire.